At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Visa's Primetime Action live from the South Point Hotel Casino Wednesday night. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Ben Wilson, and for Kelly Bidlin. Ben Wilson, Papa Shot champion. Where's the NFL football? I don't know. Wait, we don't have NFL football today? We don't make it. I need NFL football on a Wednesday. We're in a uh, 10-day stretch where eight days have NFL football. This and Friday are the only two days where we don't have football. From last, what is it, last, uh, I can't do the math now. Whatever. Whatever. Guess you know what? what I mean. We're yeah. going to make the best of this Wednesday, Gil. Yes. Make the best ben, of this Ben, come Wednesday. up with stuff to talk about. Okay? All yes. right. All right. I got you. Ben Wilson, by the way, Papa Shot champion, because apparently we had a uh, we had a primetime action uh, party on Friday. I did not attend. You were invited. I was. I'm, I'm too. I had a thing. Um, and uh, you guys engaged in a Papa Shot competition, and Ben destroyed you? Is that what happened? I had a... I had what I thought was a, a, a really, really good round. Yeah. And, like, I look up and I see 52, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to have destroyed everyone. I looked to my left, and I did destroy the two people to my left. And then look to my right, and he had 69 up on the thing. 17 points he beat me by. Missed one shot. Pretty good, One ben. shot. Missed one shot. And it was probably with, like, the flat ball because, like, it's, it's you get the weird grip on the flat ball every now and then, you know? The aerodynamics, it's a whole thing. You got to really know it. I like about okay. Ben. Ben takes it all in stride, though. He's like, yeah, you know, I missed one shot. No biggie. Good for you, Ben. You win any money on that? That's all we want to know. Well, you know, we, we Kelly Bidlin, who is obviously gone tonight, you know, we got a couple drinks in him, and we were trying to get some wagers out of him, but somehow none of us really made any money off of that, even though it was prime money-winning Bidlin arguing about a wager? What you a surprise. Also, you also understand like the weird things that, that people grew up doing that you just like, you would just never look and be like, oh, okay. What? So Adam Candy is a ringer at, at skee-ball. There's like a ringer at ski ball. And then Von Frinkel yeah. is like basically like a pro air hockey player. Von Frinkel is? Yeah. What's his technique? And he holds it all weird. Like he just uh, puts it like he doesn't hold the actual like stick on the thing. Like he just puts his like fingers on the in the on the on the lip of the thing, you know? Hmm. Like he doesn't actually hold the little handle part. And he like just wrist flicks like that. Is he ricocheting or is he going straight? What's he doing? Oh whatever well, I mean, whatever the puck dictates. Right. This guy. Sorry I missed it. I'm telling you. By the way, aren't you glad you tuned in? Well, here's the thing. We have no hockey. Hockey is canceled through Christmas. Uh, that's the deal. Hockey is going to uh, use those two weeks, one would imagine, where they were going to have a uh, team sent to to the Olympics to probably reschedule games, one would assume. 
I know you are. I'm just completely heartbroken. And then the NBA, they're, you know, postponing some games due to COVID, and then others are, are getting tipped off. We have some games tonight. None we start do. right now. We do. In about uh, a half an hour. About a half an hour. So 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific at the Magic and the Hawks. Hawks are 7.5 to 8-point home favorites in that one, 208, 208 and a half the total. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, the Cavs and the Celtics. The Celtics are 6.5 to 7-point home favorites, 216 and a half across the board there as the total. Nuggets and the Thunder at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Nuggets are 6.5 to 7-point road favorites there, 213, 213 and a half the total. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Rockets and the Bucks. The Bucks are 8.5 point. Home favorites, 223.5 to 224. The total, and then the last tip of the evening, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Clippers and the Kings. The Clippers are 4.5 point road favorites over the Kings, 217.5, 218 your total. All right, we have a college football bowl game tonight. Army, Mizzou. Ben Wilson attended Mizzou, as did Jeff Parles, added half the people who work here at VEASAN. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, you are fading the alma mater, though, as well, yes? We're wearing the, we're wearing the jacket of the alma mater mm -hmm. in the process of then fading the alma mater, yes. Uh, and a pretty simple handicap, uh, Tyler Beatty, best player on the team, opting out of this game. Five other starters out as well. Line went from 3.5 to now 6.5 or 7. Missouri bottom 10 rush defense in FBS. Army averages over 300 yards on the ground per game. So we are fading uh, the alma mater tonight. I, I feel like I am the anti-Matt Brown, though, Like, because Matt is the most gung-ho, pro-LSU guy ever, yeah. and I just trash my alma mater whenever I have the opportunity. So. Well, I mean, how many national titles have you won since you've been alive? <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I can see zero. your reason why. Is maybe. How did I know that was coming? That's part of it. Yeah. I've got a few. Uh, Tyler Beatty, was that his decision or coach's decision? Wasn't it the, the staff's coach decision? The said, the, Elijah, Elijah Drinkwitz came out and said it was hit, the coach's decision to sit him for his best interest. It made no sense. Which was a little bit a little bizarre. Odd. Yeah, and also a backup quarterback going to be starting uh, tonight as well. Yes. Futak would be on Missouri because, uh, you know, hashtag power five. Well, he, he's not only on Missouri power five, hashtag power five. By the way, Brady Cook, the starter for Missouri tonight, as, as Ben was alluding to. But he has faded Army unsuccessfully in bowl games now. I think in Army's last four bowl games. And one of those was like an Army 54-point win in one of them. A couple of sevens have popped, actually, out there right now. So some late money here coming in on Army. Again, that kickoff is in about 50 minutes. And if you want to get in there, again, there are six and a half and seven. So depending on which side you want to play, 54, 54 and a half are the totals that are available out there right now. I have the Army money line tonight on the heels of the Rams money line and San Diego State against the spread, little three-leg uh, parlay. So Army to close it out tonight. Just win, Army. Just win. That's all we need. Uh, okay, NFL news. And I hate, to, I hate to just sit here every night and go through a list of COVID ons and offs. But much well, of we this, bet on this stuff, Gil. We bet on this. So we got to know. Steelers, Devin Bush on the COVID list. Not good. Uh, we mentioned this about Austin Eckler yesterday. He has been added to the uh, Chargers COVID list. Uh, so was uh, Joey Bosa. Jalen Guyton as well now added to the Chargers reserve COVID list. Jets head coach Robert Sala tested positive for COVID-19 today. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni tested positive for COVID. Uh, he'll work remotely this week after the Eagles 10-point win over Washington yesterday, which has the Eagles smack dab in the middle of the playoff picture. Uh, the Brownies. Greg Newsom, cornerback, added to the reserve COVID list. Kevin Stefanski cleared COVID-19 protocol today. Browns activated Austin Hooper from the reserve COVID list. Feel free to stop me whenever you think something's of note here. Matt. Colts placed Rocky Seen on the reserve COVID list heading into their game this weekend. The Colts' uh, big game against the Cardinals on Christmas Day. Texans' Brandon Cooks, their only professional football player. I was going to say, this would be the only one, that, like, really <laughs> and truly. I, I, I mean, in all seriousness, though, it's like he's the only guy that's, yeah. like, above replacement level on that team. That's and, huge. Yeah, and he's, he's the one that's not going to be playing. And, by the way, Kaimi Fairbairn's probably above replacement level. He's on the reserve COVID list, too. Literally the only two Texans that matter. Vikings activated Alexander Madison from the reserve COVID list to back up Dalvin Cook. Elijah Mitchell, this could be big. Elijah Mitchell out for tomorrow night's game against the Titans. Uh, the Titans are now three-point home dogs in that one. Coach Vic Fangio announcing that Teddy Bridgewater will be out for Week 16, precaution after that concussion that he incurred last week. Uh, this week against the Raiders, he will be out. Drew Locke will get the start. And then Ian Rappaport. He reports that A.J. Brown is likely to play tomorrow for the Titans against the Niners. Titans have been waiting for the return of Brown for weeks. 
couple weeks shy of the return of Derrick Henry. Rappaport also reporting that uh, Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker not vaccinated and will not play against the Steelers this week. So the Chiefs got to find themselves an alternative place-kicking strategy here. Joe Mixon is practicing for the Bengals today, so that's a good note for him. You remember he was banged up late in that game against Denver, tried to come back in the game, played a couple downs, then went back out. And then another kicker, the Panthers, plays Zane Gonzalez on injured reserve and signed uh, Lirim. I'll let you have a, have a crack at his last name. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Haruyahu we'll go with. Uh, and then the NBA, not immune to this at all. Luka Doncic, the latest big name to have entered uh, NBA's COVID protocols. Remember on Christmas Day, we're not going to see KD or Harden. We're not going to see Giannis. Uh, we're not going to see Trey Young. Luka now on the COVID protocol list. Cade uh, Cunningham has entered NBA's COVID protocols for the Pistons, number one pick in the draft. And then Danny Green, friend of show. We've friend had many show. good moments with Danny Green. Uh, he has entered NBA COVID protocols as well for the Sixers. So, I mean, on and on and on. Uh, you hate to have this overrun the show, but there's other things. We found out today that those three games that were postponed in the NFL almost got canceled. Yeah. That would have been something. Yeah. and That, that ended was, up being a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. They... And, you know, good on the players for standing up for the other players because basically it was, you don't get a paycheck, obviously. And they're yeah. like, no, 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 we're, we're getting these guys paid, like, yeah. one way or another. I don't care if, if you consider, you know, one of these teams dead or one of these games not meaningful or something. Like, we're getting these guys paid. Yeah. Texas A&M is not going to be in the Gator Bowl. Gator Bowl looking for a replacement, one would assume, for the uh, Christmas Eve day game. Uh, we also found out that, Yes, if you're wondering, can the national championship be decided by forfeit in college football? We found out that it can be postponed, but only as late as January 14th. So the answer is yes, technically it could be decided by COVID forfeit. Yeah. So So that's fun. So they have, they basically really, you know, 180'd on this like really quickly. So the semifinals, all media availability is virtual. The teams don't have to go there until two days before kickoff if they don't want to. So they could basically, you know, go and which wouldn't surprise me if they, because you know a lot of times what they'll do with these teams anyway, right? They're college kids. They're you know you can't necessarily. I'm not going to say you can't trust them, but you know they're college kids. So <laughs> wait, you, couldn't, them, you weren't trustworthy in college, even even in home games. Like they'll go put them in a hotel. Yeah, like a little bit outside of town to just keep everyone in the same place Outside and make sure that no limits. one's into shenanigans or whatever. It mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me if these teams keep these guys, you know, at home in a hotel, like almost semi-quarantine in a hotel a couple of days before they take off and head down there. But, yeah, the other the other news, like you said, if, it, if a team cannot play in the semifinal, opponent advances to the title game. If both teams cannot play in the semifinal, the winner of the other semifinal is the champion. And, and the game can be moved to as late as January the 14th if one team in the championship can't play by then, then the other – is the champion, and Gil, I think what this just goes back to, really with all this, is place futures very carefully. Very carefully. Place future bets very, very carefully at this point. I'm not going to say don't bet them. I will not be betting them with all of this going on at this point. Won't prevent us from talking about some tonight, but you get the idea. Yeah, it's like, Let's let's make sure the team is actually going to play before you put money down. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of reports swirling yeah. about Georgia not having, I mean, having a bunch of guys on COVID, but they're not allowed to release the names, or Georgia's not releasing the names, and so nobody's reporting on it. Who knows what the veracity of those reports are? If we, by the way, we just did a whole segment on COVID. If we had sent this segment back two years, we'd have been like, what the what the heck is happening in this world? It'd been COVID and Papa shot, basically the whole segment right. right there. COVID and Papa shot. That's why they pay us the middling bucks. We'll come back. We will talk about NFC West odds, even though we just said what we said. You get the idea. It's VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a play card, debit, MasterCard. Get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and cost apply. Card issued by MetaBank N.A. Member FDIC. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Ben Wilson in for Kelly Bidlin. Kelly taking the week off because uh, Kelly's got it like that, as they say in the business. Well, you, you know, long flight to Russia. Yeah. So it just takes a while yeah. to get over there. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things about the Titans with AJ Brown being back, like who knows what's going on here with, with this guy, but Julio practiced in full today. And so, yeah. so this hamstring of his, I mean, it was like, it's not good enough to finish the game yet. It was it's good full enough practice, to though. come back in full practice. Or, uh, so who knows? Like, I mean, who knows? But again, he is, he's expected to play as well in this one. So read into that with, you know, look, he could go run five routes and be back on the sideline. We've, we've seen it already, but, it could be, in theory, the big two back out there for the Titans. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's could go. Be. Could your, be. For your future Super Bowl champion, Tennessee Titans. Uh, this also calls to mind the NFC West odds, of course, because the Niners are playing the Titans tomorrow night. Good Thursday night football game. Again, Niners favored by three on the road. Implications for both the Niners and the Titans in their respective conferences. But obviously, yesterday, we also saw the Rams outlast. I think that's the correct word. Outlast the Seattle Seahawks on what was just a brutal non-PI call to seal the deal? Brutal non-PI call on uh, on Ernest Jones on DJ Dallas, and then DJ Dallas compounding the issue by then kicking the football in frustration, unsportsmanlike conduct. <laughs> and all but ensuring they lose. <laughs> yes. Basically putting the Rams a few yards out of field goal range. They got those yards and more, and then it was a two-score game, and that was Katie Barr at the door. So here we have now... Uh, Seahawks, the one team out of this picture. Cardinals and Rams, both the 10 and 4. Cardinals currently have the tiebreak division record. They only have one loss in the division. Rams have two. Niners, 8 and 6. And you see the odds to win the NFC West reflecting that. Minus 140 on the Cardinals, plus 120 on the Rams, 35 to 1 on the Niners. However, Matt, let me just ask you this. You look down at the 35 to 1. If you think, if you're a handicap of tomorrow night's game, is that the Niners will beat the Titans. It is not mine, but if it is yours, with the Texans being game two, do you take a flyer on the 35-1, to one? even though that Rams game looms week 18? Yeah, and that's the reason why I don't. Cause one, I think that the Rams have a pretty decent shot at winning out as it is anyway, but they're, you know, they're going to be – they have a lot of advantages over the Vikings. That should, in theory, be a win. Then they get to play the Niners, which in, in you know head to head, I would also take them there. So I mean, I, if if you wanted to, I guess I wouldn't couldn't completely poo poo it, but I, I I wouldn't go there. Just based that, on the number, right? Yeah. This this yeah. this yeah. I, I mean, if I had to, if someone said here's here's a thousand dollars for free and you could play us, I'd probably bet the Rams just and try to and try to win me a thousand bucks, twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, yeah. you run the rest of this thirty five times, the Rams do the do the Niners win this twice. And I think my answer is probably yes. Probably. So I think that number's good, but yes, still unlikely. Yeah. 
and, 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 you know, you look at the Cardinals here. You and I both are thinking that maybe the Colts get them this week. And then, look, Dallas, no matter what you think of what's going on on the offensive side of the ball with Dallas, you can't argue what's going on on the defensive side of the ball with Dallas. And so the struggles that the Cardinals have had of late and the struggles that Dallas has had of late – the difference is if the Cardinals are getting beat kind of on both sides of the ball during the struggle stretch and the Dallas Cowboys are just struggling really on the offensive side of the ball. And you would like to think that that would be something that they could straighten out, that they would be able to figure out. Um, but uh, I, I think it could be, I mean, you could be looking at two more losses in a row for this Cardinals team. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, yeah, the Cardinals number and the Rams number, those are just bad numbers for this. Like mm-hmm. you should never bet those, right? Because I mean, the Cardinals especially, minus 140. That's that's not a bet to make here. No. I don't know that there is a bet, quite frankly. But just interesting to see the the difference in the numbers here. This is from DraftKings. Uh, let me just ask you about the Rams from last night, though. Because the Rams do get the win, but they get it on just, you know, look. And I have the Rams in a money line going into this Army money line along with San Diego State against the spread. So I was on the Rams. You were on the Rams in a money line to close out teasers for yourself. And even us with those tickets, you see that non-call last night, and you just, this is what frustrates you as a better, right? You're like, okay, shouldn't there be, in situations like that, shouldn't there be somebody on such blatantly, obviously, you know, calls like that or not or plays like that to just from above say, hey, guys, you got this wrong. That's a flag, period. It, it's it's still, instant buzz down. Instant buzz down, right? It still would fall under the category of, I guess, subjective to some, though. Like, if an official, if we're talking to an official, or, you know, if we're talking to a Blandino or a uh, Pereira, they would be like, well, technically it's still subjective, even though clearly to every human alive that wasn't subjective last night. And it's just brutal non-call. There, there is that, but it's it's the same thing I've talked about with the, like, the refereeing in, in, in MMA and different stuff like that. At least the guy in the in the sky isn't, isn't hamstrung by whatever angle he has, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that that's the difference, right? So, so, like, everyone complains about the judging in MMA and stuff like that, and it's like, they, they put him at three different spots around this cage, and, like, you could see a completely different fight than the guy across the cage because of where you're, where you're at. It's the same deal with this. Like, if at least the guy in the sky has a screen in front of him and is able to see, you know, like, clearly the head-on guy, like, oh, okay. Now, maybe the guy who's either trailing or he's getting it from this angle, it's, like, a little bit harder to tell when the guy got there because, look, we in real time, we were like, oh, he was there so incredibly early. Then they slowed it down, and it wasn't necessarily he was there so incredibly early. He barred the arm, and it was just a complete mauling, which is why it was there. But so there's so many things that are happening in the split second. With all. It's like, why, why? Why can there not be a guy sitting up there and like, oh, I have a very clear view of this. So, yeah, this is, this is past interference for sure. Yeah. It was – I mean, it's just so, so tough. And I, I said this morning on him, like, hey – if that was reversed and it was Cooper Cup on the receiving side and that was a Seahawks linebacker, you think those flags aren't coming out? Like, I can't prove that to you, but honestly, you think those flags aren't coming out? There, there, are, there are whole f- fan bases that are, would say, yeah, if that was my team, that's what would have happened also. That it's a uh, star system, brand name system to it. They're humans, but I don't know. Can't prove any of that. But that was just a tough way for that game to sort of be. Listen, I don't know if the Seahawks were going to come back and win that game. No one knows but a tough way for that game to be sort of decided at the end. And then DJ right. Dallas did compound it. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, the real the real takeaway for me from this is this, I mean, this, this Seahawks offense is just atrocious. It is god-awful. What was your takeaway about the Rams, though? Because they're obviously the, the team that matters the most here moving forward. Just, I mean, we, we both have tickets on the Rams. We both have futures tickets. You have them to win it all in addition to the NFC. But does a, a performance like that, I mean, they were down in this, right, in the second half. They were down a touchdown. Does a performance like that worry you where you're just like, any given day, they could just put up, because th- their losses have been clunkers. And yeah. In a game like that yesterday, you're just like, yeah, can't trust them. Yeah, I mean, it's it helps when you have a defense as talented as they have and was and, and, and they're able to, to do what they did. I mean, they held, they held Seattle for four yards of play. Um, you know, obviously – I consider still that there's something wrong with Russell. Russell. Wilson. I mean, like, oh, he's, he's like, such a shell of his former self. Something yes. wrong with this guy. I mean, like, it's just. I mean, seventeen of thirty-one for one fifty-six. I mean, like, that's just 
it doesn't matter who. It, it, here's the thing. It's like even when teams would beat the Seahawks, right, like you didn't get lines like that from Russell Wilson, right? Like it just it didn't matter if they were getting beat or not. Like he still had decent lines. Like he's, he just puts up clunker after clunker after clunker after clunker right now. Something is not right. Well, him. there are plays, and we even said it last night. We said it the game where he came back to play against Washington. Where there are plays where you're like, oh, wow. Like Russell Wilson, the Russell Wilson we've come mm-hmm. to know and love and, and respect and admire and is headed to the Hall of Fame. He never would have allowed himself to get sacked there. Yeah. Or he never would have thrown that or ball where he did. he missed that deep ball by yes. like eight yards where right. he's like one of the, if not the greatest deep ball thrower we've ever seen. And like he was missing these like deep balls by eight yards on these guys sometimes. And, and, there, and there's no shame. I mean, eventually, right? Everybody, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is post you know, injury or, or if this is just the demise of Russell Wilson, I think the, I think reports of that would be premature, but you can't be, you know, you can't expect a guy to be perfect coming back mid season like that. So that's the version of the CFC Hawks. Now Dunzo, not that they were in it really before here are your, uh, your futures bets, by the way, reminder what Matt has from uh, pre-flop here and are all these pre-flop? Yes. All of these are Rams every which way Browns every which way. Sorry about that. Yeah, that one's... Titans win the AFC South. You that can get that brutal. with the Titans winning a Colts loss this week. Texan, not going to get the Texans have the fewest wins, but I'll, I'll get the under you'll five. You'll get the other two. Five. Yeah, that'll be... Bills live for the AFC? That one's that one's live. Yeah. Um, I oh. cashed the uh, Kyle Pitts pro, uh, player prop yes. this past week, so it's good to have one already home. Congratulations. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. So Kyle Pitts over 799.5. He is, in fact... There gonna lose all gonna lose Burrow gonna lose Judy of course missed half the season because of his uh, yeah because of his injury and uh, I think the Camara actually is pretty live there for that so two and two on the his absences have helped you there yeah as well yeah been a been a fascinating season that's for sure unlike any other uh, Ben do you want to just give highlights of like who's in the Atlanta Hawks uh, <laughs> lineup tonight uh, lineups are out yeah yes uh, John Collins is the highest player point prop twenty one and a half at uh, at DraftKings we've got some great ones Sasani Gravit leading the way for the Orlando Magic tonight sure, sure. Delon Wright Skyler Mays headlining the Hawks backcourt it's your NBA tonight love it that game tips off in five uh, five minutes. Coming back, we will talk about Thursday Night Football tomorrow. Good one on paper between the Niners and the Titans next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game, and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits, showing you where the money's going on every game. Sign up today. You also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil and Matt, primetime action. 50 Canadian, Gil. Oh, I'm sorry. 50-10 Canadian. Cheaper than yesterday again. Wow. The dollar is weak. Take advantage of it, Canada. The dollar's cratering. You're irresponsible radio. The dollar's cratering, everybody. <laughs> By the way, it's we're... 17 cents cheaper today right. than it was yesterday. Uh, JBT will join us uh, later this hour. Jonathan Von Tobel, or as Matt likes to call him, John Tobel. Just John Tobel. It's a little... Uh, John George Tobel. John George Tobel, that's right. Host of The Edge, and of course... Uh, Vincent, senior NBA analyst. We will talk to JVT about the NBA and how he is approaching handicapping the association. And Dr. Eager, Dr. Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, is going to join us later. Talk all things NFL. Excited about that. The doctor. Mr. Doctor. Very excited. So uh, we're talking off air here with Ben Wilson, who's in for Kelly Bidlin, about uh, the fact that Ed Hockley and staff, not Ed Hockley, Sean Hockley, Ed's less swole son. You notice that he's trying to be as uh, buff as his dad was? Give him a few years. Yeah, get there. Ed had old man strength. He'll get on whatever his dad was on. <laughs> oh, you're suggesting it was more than just solid weightlifting? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it this way. They're not they're not PED testing the, the refs. I'll mm, put it that way. That's an interesting point. Yeah. Never thought about it. That's not happening. But Sean Hockley and crew, they did the Rams game last night, which featured, if I may use that word, the non-call, the non-PI on Ernest Jones in that game against uh, DJ Dallas. He also was the crew, or his crew was also the Raiders-Cowboys crew. Remember that Thanksgiving flag fest? And so, Ben, you were saying that Hockey League's crew, for the number of games that they have been on, has the highest amount of flags, but that there's another crew that has one other game played that probably has the highest rate of flags, right? 
Uh, yes, Carl Cheffers. Remember, he had the uh, probably known most for that Sunday night Chiefs-Bills game. Oh, that, that was w- That was like the four-and-a-half-hour just yeah. slog. Had the weather delay. So his crew has thrown 202 flags through 14 games. Uh, Hockley, though, has a higher rate. So his crew is averaging about 14-and-a-half flags per game. They've worked one fewer game, though, oh. uh, than, than Ch- Carl Cheffers. So, so they could go into the lead tomorrow yeah. night. But it's interesting because he works the Tuesday night game. 48 hours later, he, his crew will be in Nashville working this uh, Thursday night game. Because as you said, those assignments are made weeks in advance, so we didn't know Correct. about the postponements, yeah. and that's how the cookie crumbled on that. So Hockey League's crew goes from yesterday in Los Angeles to tomorrow night at Tennessee, where the Niners are three-point favorites and the total's 44-and-a-half. And as we were talking about earlier, looks like the Titans and Ryan Tannehill could have both of his two starting wideouts back for the first time in about a month, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Jones has been in and out of the lineup all year, had a stint on IR. A.J. Brown just coming off his stint on the IR, eligible tomorrow night. Niners will not have Elijah Mitchell in this game, but they will have Debo, and that's always key. Yeah, and the big issue, I think, for the Titans in this one is just so Roger Saffold is going to be out for them. He's their left guard already out. Is Taylor Luan, their left tackle, so the entire left side of the offensive line is going to be backups for Tennessee in this one. And so, you know, Bosa's pretty good, and they're going to take, they're going to try to take advantage of that. And they're, you know, you look at what Ryan Tannehill's done with those guys out of the lineup, talking about A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. He's done for fewer than 200 yards in all three of the games. He only threw for 93 against the Patriots. And it's just a, it's just a broken, it's a completely broken offense without those guys out there. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how they go about all this because, I mean, they still need to win. I mean, there's a there's an outside chance they can miss the playoffs. So it's like they still need to win, but at the same time, you also know you're going – I mean, you've seen what this product looks like without those guys on the field. And so you also know if you stretch this too far with Julio Jones or if you push A.J. Brown to come back or, or have him play too, too many snaps – Coming back off the IR, that that could you know basically it doesn't matter if you make it to the playoffs or not because you're you're dead on arrival. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how the Titans kind of manage this with everything. But the 49er side, I, I can't imagine we're going to see anything other than what we've seen from them when they've had good games. And it doesn't matter what running back. I understand Elijah Mitchell's out, but it doesn't really matter. They're going to try to just be a power running team. I mean, that's just what they are. That's what they're doing right now. That is that is literally the game plan. Every single time they step on the field, of course, Debo being back there certainly helps a ton because it opens up a little bit more of the options of their, what they're able to do, adding in those jet sweeps, putting him just lining up true running back position, throwing, throwing to him and throwing to some of these other guys out of the backfield as well. So they're, they're going to try to do that. The reason this is so key with, with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown is because the weakness in the 49ers is by far the secondary. I mean, like they're, they're so beat up on the secondary. They never got healthy from the beginning of the season. And it is one of the worst worst cover secondaries there are. So if you can get Julio and A.J. Brown on the field enough to be able to take advantage of that, then it should kind of, again, tilt a little bit towards the Titans in this one. The thing is, is as we were talking about with Julio Jones, yeah, full practice today. That's great. We've seen Julio be a full go, not even listed on injury reports, and go multiple times this year already to where he's gone out and then run some routes, and then he ends up back on the sideline. So it's just it's hard for – it's hard to buy in and just assume that he's going to be out there for a healthy amount of snaps. I mean, you're getting a you, you were getting the three and a hook yesterday, still getting a full field goal today. If you do buy into the fact that they're going to be out there, then I think that would be the side to play. Because, like I said, I mean the that then has it to where Ryan Tannehill can can kind of go back to the air again. Because I mean it's been it's been real tough sledding here for him these last three weeks without those guys out there. I think that this really does help out um, this offense overall, even without Derrick Henry out there. I mean, of course, Derrick Henry would be the, the key cog to all this, to them getting back to, to normal on the offensive side of the ball. But you have to attack San Francisco secondary. Got to be Julio. Got to be got to run through Julio. Got to run through A.J. Brown here. So hopefully those guys can get in a full complement of snaps. If that's the case, then you would be wanting to play. I think that you'd be wanting to take the points with, with the Titans. If you think that that's not the case, then, you know, if you think the power run game is, is still going to get it done for the 49ers, then then I can, I can at least understand it because, look, it's worked for a month and a half now. So I don't know <laughs> how. I don't know, but it's worked for the last month and a half for them. I took the three and a half on mm-hmm. the Titans. Uh, already have that bet in the account. Again, home 
home uh, dog standalone game, getting your two top receivers back. I mean, I would go so far, and this is, by the way, our power ratings are coming up as well, where Matt gets to uh, go crazy on my power ratings for the uh, 10th straight week. But essentially, the the issue for me with the Titans also is this. I can't think of a team, and I don't think I'm prisoner of the moment, but I can't think of a team in recent years that has had the the conflation of not having its two best offensive players, maybe it's three best, for big swaths of the season, has still the best resume in terms of the teams they've beaten when they were at full strength. And while they weren't at full strength and while they were while they were down two or three of those players at all times, they also were compounded by having minus 13 in turnovers in their three losses. So I think they're the hardest team that I could ever remember to evaluate this late in the season for all of those reasons. Because well, you just don't know what they are. Yeah, I think the turnovers you can link, though, to the injuries. But and, not minus 13 you can't. And, There's no team that does No, no, but, that. but a, yeah. a lot of them, though, because you're, you're just running a different offense. You're running, you know, you're pressing. You're doing different. You're, you have more inexperienced receivers out there. I'll They'll, give you like, that. The, I'll the, give you, you know, some of them for sure. Yeah, like the, the, the whole nine yards. And so I, I think you can at least attribute, you know, at least a handful of those. Right, but there's a difference between going minus six, let's say, in three games, right, versus minus 13. Minus 13 is just a comedy show. And I don't think you – there's no team, even right, even the worst team in the NFL doesn't go minus 13 in any three games. It's an, it's an un – you know, it's, it's a completely, thankfully, unsustainable rate. So I, I guess that's all I'm saying is, yes, you're probably right. There is some tie into it. But if you don't have any of your weapons, yeah, you're going you're gonna to stink up the joint at some point. But never minus 13. Where that's just comical. By the way, they held the Steelers, who I know you, you think are terrible. They held the Steelers to 12 first downs and 168 yards in a loss. Those are the kind of games they lose. So, you know, just a very difficult team to evaluate. By the way, the Titans then play the Dolphins and then at the Texans. If the Titans win and the Colts lose, Titans win the AFC South. But as Matt said, the Titans are not out of the woods in terms of sealing a playoff spot, spot as well. So they're one of these teams that can still get the number one seed and can still be knocked out of the playoffs entirely. By the way, the Dolphins, who uh, have won six in a row, we were talking a little bit about it on a numbers game. I think Tua Tagovailoa, this is completely random, Tua Tagovailoa is conservatively a top-half quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to give him that, though. Right. No one wants to give him that because he doesn't he doesn't make flashy plays and he doesn't, like, have the 350-yard passing games and all that stuff. So it's kind of like we, we, we marvel at what Lamar does when Lamar's doing his thing, and then we marvel at what Mahomes does when he throws for 415. And Tua never does – Tua's not the super mobile quarterback, and he's not the guy that throws for 415, and so he's just – everyone thinks he stinks. But, like, that's – that's not the case. So yeah. you, know, you don't have to be. You don't have to like do this or that in order to be a good quarterback in the NFL. And I just I find it so amazing how people perceive him. And if you go through just if you go through every team's quarterback, I defy you to to rank him any lower than fifteen or sixteen. It's I mean, very you're, virtually impossible. You're taking him. I mean, like we, we don't have time. Yeah. I mean, like you, you're taking him over a bunch of those quarterbacks that are on the yeah. on the board right there. You are. John Tobel next co-host of The Edge, and also our NBA senior analyst. What to do with the NBA? we got his picks coming up. VEASAN's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Shoot for victory, stream live TV, play for free this hoop season with the Hulu Plus Live TV Prediction Series. Join four free to play prediction pools for your shot at $20,000 in total cash prizes. I said $20,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu now to get in on the action this hoop season. It's time to have Hulu Plus Live TV. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Are we on Hulu? Are we on Hulu, Ben? Well, we should be if we're not. Let's get our, ben, get, get us on, on Hulu. Hulu. We're on YouTube TV. I can tell you that. Yeah, we are. Ben, get us on. Get us on the Hulu. Get us on the Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> get I'll that's call a, my Russian connection. Kelly Goodman. Get, get, get us. Get us on the Hulu. <laughs> I think it's only a matter of time. They're gonna. They're. They're listening. Ben can make that happen. Hi, Hulu. Let me. Let me ask you a question here before we bring in JVT, man. Mm-hmm. So, for the way you bet the NBA, yeah, you probably hate the fact that we have. G leaguers, replacement players, that kind of yeah, thing. It, it's impossible. Doesn't interest you at all. Yeah, it's impossible yeah. for me to because, like, I typically like to play in game. I like to kind of see how games are going and then make a best. But I don't know if I don't know the players and I have no yeah. idea. Like, and you got no time during football it, season yeah, for to, yes. to look up these guys. So it's like the where I try to find outliers in you know field goal percentage or three point percentage and different things like that to where it's kind of like, oh, okay, this is going to regress to the positive or the negative, whatever it might be, and then, and then tr- try to find opportunities there. How, how in the world would I ever right. know, like, oh, these guys just might actually be 22% shooters, yes. you know? Like, I have no idea. So, yeah, well, well, the reason I ask is because I knew that to be your answer. Yeah. And this is the thing about betting again. We talk about in the NFL, like how this year has become so much more of an information game than anything else at this point with COVID, with injuries. It's like you can't bet games pre-flop if you don't know who's playing and specifically which key players are playing. For the NBA now, with this hybrid thing we're seeing now, there's – there's the handicappers like you, Matt, and then there's like the Drew Dinsics of the world who I would ask, you know, the question of, hey, so are you now like scouting G League players? And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I am. Yeah. So I'm curious where JVT stands on this. Let's bring him in. He's the co-host of The Edge. He does it with humans every day here at VEASAN. He's also the senior NBA analyst at the Vegas Stats and Information Network. And right now being pushed along by those super aggressive airport people who tell you you can't stand there. You just got to do loops around the airport before you pick up somebody. It's Jonathan Von Tobel. How you doing, JVT? Yeah, what's with that? It's like a new rule over the last couple of years. So I, yeah, I got aggressively approached by one that told me, you got to move, get out of here. And I was like, all right, well, you can be a little bit nicer about this. Dude, they are the most drunk with power human beings on earth, those guys. And girls. Oh, yeah. They are phenomenal. God bless them. Just trying to keep the traffic moving. So where do you stand on that question, John? I think you probably heard what we were talking about. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know I've been diving in a little more into some of the G League guys to see where they're at. But even then, like, some of the numbers that you get back and what you see from certain guys, like you can get a little bit of a profile on certain dudes, but at the same time, I think you also have to take into consideration the level of competition that they're playing against, right? Like what you're learning from them might not be exactly what you get when you get to the next level. You know, case in point, there's a kid, Zylan Cheatham, who played for Arizona State, got called up by uh, Miami. And his three-point shot's been working pretty well in the G League. It's been something he's working on. Is that going to translate when he starts playing for Miami and playing some minutes for them? You know, we'll see if that's actually going to happen. So there's a lot of noise, and it, it's tend to turn me off a little bit here. Like, I bet one game today pre-flop, and it's the only game on the board that actually doesn't have any COVID concerns whatsoever. 
And that was that Thunder Denver game. And that was about it. But it's, it's created such an unknown thing. And I agree with Matt. Like, from an in-game standpoint, when guys you don't know are taking up some of these minutes, especially late in games, I don't know how you feel comfortable expecting what's going to happen at the end of that game when you have no idea what kind of players they are. JVT on the Thunder, just to clarify. Yeah, so, so John, yeah. Tell, yeah, tell, us about, tell us about the bet you do have in your account tonight. Oh, yeah, so the, you know, look, the Thunder have treated me pretty well uh, all year long, and they've been a team I've been on pretty regularly. On the season, they're covering about 64% of their games. I think it's like 18 and 11, somewhere in that range. They've been really good as a home underdog this year, but it's just the market I just don't know if has caught up with how solid this team is, I guess is what you want to call it. They're still a relatively poor team, still an extremely young team, but they're extremely well coached. They have a lot of solid quality depth and young pieces. And on the other end, you get a Denver team that, look, when you don't have Nikola Jokic on the floor, their net rating tanks to a negative 13. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA without Jokic on the floor. It's just one of those where I think the market is still just a little too low on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And it's interesting because this is the fourth consecutive game, guys, in which the market's moved against them a little bit. It wasn't as extreme today, uh, but they've covered these last three games and the market moved against them in each and every single one of those. So I think the market hasn't really caught up with just how, I guess, adequate the Oklahoma City Thunder are. If uh, if, if you do want to play with John over at DraftKings, they are, you can, you can get a seven there right now. Yep. So you can, you, can, you can take seven. All right. Uh, Christmas Day, we probably won't have a chance to talk to you before then, John, but Christmas Day, quintet of games, at least as it stands now, there should be five games. We'll see. Um, and obviously their absence is Luka just went up to the COVID list. Uh, Dallas is playing Utah. Obviously Atlanta just absolutely ravaged here. No Trey Young. Boston, excuse me, Milwaukee will not have Giannis. Uh, Brooklyn will be without its stars. Golden State Phoenix is there in the middle of that schedule, the marquee game. Do you have any, I'm not asking you for a play that you've made here, obviously, but is there a... Is there a side that you are thinking about playing may or may not have pulled the trigger on yet? I was actually, I had the Hawks Knicks game circled for an over Gil. Uh, and uh, that was of course though, with everybody that was going to be out there on the court. Don't know if that's going to be the case, but the thing behind it is, is look, the, the New York Knicks from a perception standpoint, I think a lot of people still perceive them because they have Tom Thibodeau because statistically they were a good defense last year. They perceive them as, you know, this slow plotting, relatively solid defensive team. That has been the case. You know, they're well into the twenties in terms of defensive efficiency. Their perimeter defense has been a problem all year long. And they're going to have a trouble. I think stopping Atlanta. And on the other end, look, Atlanta has had its own defensive inefficiencies all season long too. And that has started to fall off. So I, that is a game that I had circled to go over the total. Uh, at last look, if I remember correctly, was floating in the range of 217. Don't quote me on that. But that was a game that I wanted to play over. But with, like you said, Trey Young, Clint Capella, Danilo Gallinari, all of these guys that could be uh, unavailable for the Hawks uh, come Christmas Day. You know, obviously sitting back and waiting to see if those guys are going to be available for me to play that angle. Seeing 218 at DraftKings, by the way, right yeah. now in that. A couple of uh, things coming through right here. Derek Rose, uh, surgery, missed at least eight weeks for the Knicks in that one. And then just kind of talking about how wacky this has been, guys. You know, so the the starting lineup for the Bucks just came out. It is the 15th different starting lineup in 33 games for them this year. Oh, my God. 15th different starting lineup in 33 it's games. unbelievable. Because there, there are teams that will have 80 games of the same lineup, right? <laughs> so It's incredible. That is what we are uh, – that's what we're dealing with with all of this. Um, John, so now that we've got, you know, at least I understand it's wacky and, and whatever. We do have at least a little bit of a sample size here. Are any of these futures markets, at least from an award standpoint, be it coach of the year, be it, be it rookie of the year, any of that, have, has any of that kind of changed for you now, your opinion on who you are starting to hone in on them, stuff like that? Well, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. This is something that uh, I was, uh, I just bet the other day and with Derek Rose, it ties into this market too, which is six man of the year. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty strong on like uh, just over, over a third of the season is over with you, you shouldn't have a player in any award category that should be an odds on favorite at this point. Right. You know, a good, a good example is last year, Jeremy Grant reached as high as minus 500 to win most improved player of the year. And it wasn't him who won most improved player of the year, right? It was Julius Randle who won that award. So, you know, it, it creates spots of value. And I think in six man of the year, especially now the Rose is going to be sidelined. I bet Jalen Brunson yesterday at 40 to one to win six man of the year. He finished fourth in voting a season ago. He is incredible, guys. What he has been able to do for the Dallas Mavericks, and he's been starting the last few games because Luka Doncic has been out as a starter, averaging over 20 points per game and about seven or eight assists per game. He has been a great player, and he's already been on the radar for sixth man of the year. And if you look at the way the market is like shaped at this point, you have Tyler Hero's the odds-on favorite, about a buck seventy. Then you have a guy like Kelly Oubre, who's averaging 17 points, shooting 38% from three for the Charlotte Hornets at 11 to one. Harrell at 18 to one, and then a glut of guys like uh, Brunson at 40 to one. And I think there's really good value in a guy like Brunson at that price, given how well he has played and statistically what his output has been. That he's going to start to climb that odds board, and he's definitely in contention for that award. 
Jalen Brunson, 35 to 1 at DraftKings right now. Um, I hear everything you're saying, and it makes perfect sense, but I do want to talk about MVP just briefly then. Because really, it's a two it's a two man race right now, and you're seeing Steph at plus one thirty five at DraftKings, and you're seeing or might get plus one thirty. Pardon me, and you're seeing KD at plus two seventy five. The only other person in single digits is Giannis at eight to one. This is so this feels to me, John, to be so different from last year. Last year there was like a different leader every couple weeks. This just feels like it's Steph until proven otherwise, injury or. KD just becomes, you know, 10 times KD superpowers, right? Like, it just it just feels like it's Steph's to lose. Am I wrong that plus 130? It may not be the best bet, but do you feel that way about this market this year? Yeah, I've actually come around more on Durant than I have with Curry at this point, mainly because, you know, if you, you, you look, right, if, if you were to just lick your finger and test the wind gill and just like talk to people and be like, what do you think of the Nets? Like, oh, they're disappointing. Actually the best record in the Eastern yeah, conference, right? Yeah. Like, and he has been a guy, he's only missed three games this year. He's playing second legs of back to backs. He dropped 51 points the other night. Like he has been absolutely incredible. And he has kept this team afloat almost single-handedly. And, and so I've really come around on the, the, the resume for Kevin Durant, but I got to tell you, you, you mentioned that there's only three guys in single digits. I have no idea how the reigning MVP is not among those guys who are at single digits. You know, I brought up, what the Nuggets are without him. With him on the floor, we're talking about an increase of over 20 points on their net rating when he is playing. He is the only reason why they're able to compete for a playoff seat at this point. If we're talking about pure value, there is no more valuable player to his team than Nikola Jokic at this point of the season. And I'm amazed that he does not get the credit that he's deserved because he is literally the most valuable player on the team of any guy in the NBA at this point. Jokic 11-1 to currently at DraftKings. John, good luck at the airport, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Happy holidays. You too. Happy holidays. Jonathan Von Tobel, at MeJVT on the Twitter machine. John George Von Tobel. John George Von Tobel. J.G. Von Tobel. J.G.V.T. There we got it. Weird. J.G.V.T. Something's wrong with us. Yeah. NFL Power Rankings. We'll update all the scores next. VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.